Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me on another episode of The Female Fist. Today, I have a great guest with us. She's coming all the way from Salmon Arm Interior, BC. She's been training with my team and myself for the past week, and I'm super excited to have to bring to everybody Jordan Conrad. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming on. So I will mention that you have been to uh, two national championships or? That's right. And two. the Olympic qualifiers. And the Olympic qualifiers. That's right. For Olympic amateur style boxing in case I people didn't catch on right away. So just to get a little bit of a background about you, Jordan, because even myself, like I've been training with you for a week, but we haven't really had like that one-on-one -on -one interaction with each other. So can you tell me a little bit like why you started boxing? Like, what was it like for you? Like, how did you get that introduction to the actual sport? Like, why not soccer? Why not volleyball? You know? Yeah. Um, so I grew up um, playing many sports. Um, I was a swimmer, speed skater, and a figure skater. Oh. Um, but eventually I narrowed it down and decided that I'd swim and swim on a university level. And so I went to SFU and swam there for four years. And every summer that I'd come home, I'd come home to no team to swim with. So eventually I was like, okay, I need a way to stay in shape and get faster over the summer rather than just staying stagnant in my progress. Right. So, um, I decided to take up boxing and yeah and I just from there um found that I loved the sport and I was like really intrigued by it but knew that I wanted to finish out my swimming career at SFU and from there um I found that it improved my swimming quite a bit which was pretty cool um yeah it was that's so I used it for cross training to start so it's funny how usually um, boxers will usually do swimming to help them with their conditioning, but this was reversed for you. You were actually using the boxing to help your swimming. Yeah. That's funny. So when you decided to take up boxing, was that something like word of mouth from somebody or did you like see a flyer or something? Yeah, I actually don't really remember how that happened, but um I do remember doing one fitness class with this guy in Salmon Arm um, named Mickey Sims, and he did a little intro on boxing. So I kind of okay. got a little taste of it before deciding that I wanted to do it. And then he was planted. Um, yeah, the seed was planted. And then when I came back that summer, um, there was a new boxing club in town and it was just right across from the pool. So super convenient. And I met my coach, um, Peggy Maris, um, and I really liked their, her and just really enjoyed her classes. They were full of bag rounds and like explosive power work. We did circuit work. Um, it was just always fun and amazing. And by the end, I was going home tired, so I was happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing is that I found um, swimming and boxing the same body mechanics. So that's why it helps the strength portion of um, my swimming so much. Very bilateral movements, right? Like yeah, always right. kind of complementing the left and the rights together and the yeah. coordinations. Yeah, I totally understand that. So you 
decided to take up boxing. You really enjoyed it. And now there's always a conversation for every boxer, you know, when they first get into the gym, you know, they first have like their sparring sessions and everything. There's always a conversation about, do you want to compete? Yeah. So how did this go? Like, did you like know when you first went into the gym? Like, yeah, I think I actually want to take this to a competitive level. Or was it like your coach sat down and was like, listen, like I see something in you or, you know, how did this play out? Yeah. So <laughs> actually throughout my time um, while I was cross training for swimming, people would often say, hey, you're really good at this. You should try it out and compete. And my coach, uh, Peggy, was often like, yeah, and just kind of like pass it off, kind of not really nudging me into it, just respect of she's a swimmer and she's doing great things in swimming. So not wanting to drag me out of that. Um, she didn't want to like yeah. influence you. Yeah. yeah. So she was, there were nudges, but nudges from other people. And I knew deep down inside me that I did want to try it out like I wanted at least one fight but I didn't know when and I had no timeline on that so I just kind of went with the flow um when I was done my swimming career um I didn't jump right into boxing because I got an opportunity to go to Uganda and spend six months there um on a youth internship so that was the next thing after university so I didn't jump right into boxing um because this opportunity came up but I still knew when I came back that I did want the opportunity to uh try competing in boxing I just didn't know the plan on how that was going to work <laughs> right right and that's funny that you say that you went to Uganda because one of our other teammates she took off randomly and went to South Africa for like you know x amount of time and nobody even knew so to go to Uganda like can you kind of like explain what that was like when you went there did you um I mean since you already kind of dipped your foot in with boxing did you ever try to check out any boxing gyms there or like how, how did that work out for you um for boxing I I brought my skipping rope um <laughs> and I would shadow box on the daily just to keep in shape um and i knew that was an easy way to do it um but for boxing clubs i was in a remote village called chiwangala um so there was definitely no boxing available to me um but the second time i went back there was actually oddly enough the first place i went to stay um there was a boxing bag hanging in the backyard and i was oh. like oh my goodness all this time that i spent here um the previous six months that I was in Uganda there was boxing around me I just didn't know yeah yeah that's interesting so like Uganda like did you and okay so you went back twice yeah so I went for my first six months and then I was like I need to go back I need to visit my people that I met there um, nice. so me and a couple friends just decided that we'd go back and visit <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. So, I mean, when somebody decides, especially a young woman, a beautiful woman as yourself, to go to these countries, of course, it's very like, uh, there's a stigma, right? Like, oh, it's not safe. This is going to happen and blah, blah, blah. How did your parents take that when you told them that you were going to go to Uganda? Oh, um, oh. <laughs> that's a story. Um, when I first applied, I 
kind of told my mom that I was like, okay, I'm applying because I didn't know what I wanted to do after university. I didn't, I took health science and kinesiology. I didn't know my direction yet. So my friend actually sent me the job posting. Um, and I was like, oh, I, the first place I ever wanted to travel was a place in Africa. And I was like, holy cow, this is a great opportunity for me to visit Africa. I'd never done any traveling other than uh, traveling for swimming, which was mainly in the United States. But um, yeah, I was like, I applied. I told my mom I applied to go to Uganda on a youth internship um, in, in the field of study that I had done. Um, and she was like, no, you're not going to Uganda. Don't be, don't be crazy because I'm pretty spontaneous and I do crazy stuff. And Part then, of being an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, she actually didn't take me serious that I was, that I had applied until I showed her my application. And I was just like, can actually a friend was over. Um, and I asked them to proofread it for me before I sent it off. And then the day, a few days later, um, she came home and she was like, what are, you, what are you guys doing? And we were in the backyard and I was on the phone and, and this was like an interview to go to Uganda. And the guy was like, yeah, it's looking pretty good. Um, just get pre prepared to go. Um, so yeah, and then I was like, mom, guess what? I'm going to Uganda. And she was oh. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it actually all sunk in. The, yeah, all the fears of a mom, obviously, yeah. of your child going to a very far away place with yep. all the things. <laughs> that and especially not about. knowing much about it, right? Like just the exactly. unknown in general, because all like what most people hear, if they don't actually look into it is that it's, you know, it's one way. There's just one picture that they have in their mind of these kinds yeah. of countries, unless you do some research or unless you have experience. So I can only imagine like her stomach probably just dropped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. She's probably thought like, oh, my daughter's, you know, she's a swimmer in university, this and that. She wanted to do the boxing and okay, fine. If you want people to punch you in the face. And then all of a sudden she walks over and says she's going to Uganda. <laughs> That's the funny thing is like, I wasn't quite a boxer yet. And I kind of dropped oh. the ball on her about boxing. Once I got back from Uganda, it was like, Hey, um, Peggy approached me about coaching and was like, you should try out boxing too. And I was like, um, yes, I'm going to do this. And I told my mom that I was going to box and she was like, absolutely not. Yeah. And I was like, I need a medical physical, um, to be allowed to get in the ring. And she's like, my mom works for a medical clinic. She works for my doctors, basically. Um, she was like, nope, I'm not booking you an appointment. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll just do like a. <laughs> <laughs> and did you have like that tone as well? It's like, she says, absolutely, you're not boxing. So I'm going to need a medical. Like, did, was that how the conversation went? <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. That's why I'm asking. Because I can see that. <laughs> no. Sure. I told her, yeah, I'm doing it. Or else I'm going to do like a drop-in clinic. I'm going to get my medical. This is happening. Um, you're going to either support it or you're not. Because I really, really want to try this. <laughs> oh, so man. pretty, pretty 
abrupt. That's shock. every parent's worst nightmare. The day that their child says to them, I'm going to do it whether you like it or not. And there's no power anymore. <laughs> every parent's nightmare. I mean, I mean, I mean, at least it was for boxing and not something like, you know, there's a lot of worse things out there than boxing, yeah. but you could be like, I'm going to do it. So <laughs> with saying that she is now one of my biggest supporters. So of course, she's, she's your mom along nicely. That's, that's lovely. Yeah. Was she there um, at your, was she, did you go to the last nationals that was held in BC? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was she there too? Yeah. They were able to come on. That's nice. That's so nice. I must've been so like, did she go to the other one? The first one? Um, yeah, they did actually. That's nice. They, they just weren't able to make it out to Quebec. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. The um the nationals for boxing, because I'm assuming that you've also gone to nationals for swimming. I don't really know much about the swimming world. Yeah. Um. No, I actually hadn't gone to nationals like Swim Canada nationals. I went to um the NCAA nationals and the NAI nationals. Mm-hmm. Um. But I actually grew up as a, what what is called in BC a summer swimming association. Okay. So we only swim three months of the year, mm-hmm. um, and it ends with the provincials. So. Okay. Growing up, yeah, I just swam three months, and then that was that. And I'd figure skate, speed skate, and then um, by the time I hit university, that's when I started going to these national competitions. Okay. Okay. So like, that's why, so, I mean, it worked out for you though, because you got to do your swimming along with all your other sports that you were doing, which were yeah, quite exactly. a few. Yeah. <laughs> so the nationals for boxing, like, I mean, the competition itself, how do you find different going into a competition for swimming as opposed to a competition for boxing? Um, that's a good question. Um, I feel like boxing is very, a lot more, maybe it's just my age, but definitely more strict. So thinking about nutrition, you start um, making sure that you're not eating those salty foods or fried foods and all the sugars that you would regularly eat in your normal diet. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I feel like it's pretty similar. You just work like, you work hard, work hard, and then you end up tapering into the nationals. Um, but I feel like the competition is pretty similar. Yeah, because I, I guess like the only thing I would think, um, the only thing I would think is, I guess there's a difference for when you're going into a square where somebody is going to be punching you in the face, mm-hmm. as opposed to when you're going into a line where yeah. you can kind of focus on that line. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what kind of, like, what did you do for swimming? <laughs> I was a sprint freestyler. Okay, so that's like you choose any stroke you want and you just gotta like get no, to the sorry. No? Okay. Freestyle front crawl. So like the freestyle on your front. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, see that that's my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Which I should know more because I was actually a really good swimmer. I never did like competition. I never learned all the whatever, but I learned like the strokes and stuff. And I was a strong swimmer for a kid. I just don't know. A funny thing though, funny thing though, is that when I went to um, high school, because before I did the boxing, I did um, Olympic style wrestling, freestyle. And prior to doing that, because I didn't know that my high school had offered it. So I was actually joining the swim team in grade 10 for my first time. But then I saw the flyer for wrestling. So I tried the wrestling. I found out that they were both 
all seasons. Yeah. I just gravitated towards the combat. So I, I chose that. So okay. it's funny, eh? Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Funny how the two worlds collide. So I did, I got to um, meet you briefly when you first came down here, or sorry, I should say over here to yeah. Ontario. I brought, I met you briefly. Um, and now you came back for another week to train. And how has it been uh, training with our future two-time Olympian, Mandy? Because I mean, the first time you came, like how, how did that whole conversation go anyways? Because obviously, you know, it's, it's been really hard with COVID. Yeah. Um, well, Mandy reached out to, I think it was on Instagram, to everyone, basically. Yeah. It was like, I'm looking for a Southpaw training partner. And I was like, oh, that would be such a great experience. And what an opportunity. Yeah. Too bad I'm not a Southpaw. <laughs> <laughs> Time and to become a Southpaw. <laughs> right? I just told my coach about this and she was like, well, time to become a southpaw there you go okay. great <laughs> opportunity why would you pass that up to train with an olympian and yep. the other girls that she trains with like what's better than training with um the level that you want to be mm -hmm. um so i started training uh southpaw um probably two weeks out from coming here <laughs> um so yeah i was in the ring with one of my uh teammates he's a he's tall and lanky um nice. but yeah it definitely was tricky at the start um yeah. learning all everything you know and it backwards yep um and then I came out and sparred with Mandy and it was it was amazing it was just great to learn from her and see her um her progress towards this point in I think she's leaving on Wednesday. Um, so I like know. just seeing her um, process and how she trains, what her daily, um, I guess, tasks look like, yep. um, what she does in the day and what her weeks of training look like and trying to incorporate that stuff into my own training um, because that's what I want to be. I want to be an Olympian. So the Olympian for um, boxing. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. That's the right there. Yeah. Yeah. And what better way to do that is to actually immerse yourself with the style of training, right? right? And I mean, I've seen, like, in my opinion, you've already been like from like the one week that you came and then this week, at the end of this week of training with you, I can see already, like, there's some things for you that already click. Like, there's already a lot of um, a flow that you've kind of been um, executing in the ring I, like a from when I first went in the ring with you yeah. so like when I first went in the ring with you there's like your style how it is what you know and then now coming into this week that at the end of it now that you've been working on some things and details yeah. like I can see the difference so I hope that you know whatever you're taking home with you from these past like little bits of experience I hope whatever you take home with you you know you really keep pushing it and you know hopefully we'll have you back down again so that you can continue yeah. to develop those skills right we love having you yeah you know, it's, it's a great, great addition hanging out with you guys um I can't say enough just a great experience watching all you guys and uh learning from you um like you said it's amazing how fast you can learn in such a in a certain atmosphere and immersing yourself in what you want to be. Um, yeah, it's been great. 
Great. I'm so happy to hear that from you. And also too, um, so when you first got introduced to boxing, I didn't even ask you this, what has the timeline been now? Like how long now has it been since you actually stepped into the ring for your first competition? Stepped in the ring for my first competition, I believe was in 2017. Yeah. So that's like four years. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was thinking about it because I was like, oh my goodness, Mandy's going to the Olympics. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I've never watched the Olympic boxing. Yeah. I'm going to be an Olympic boxer. This is going to be so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see Olymp Olympic boxing at the Olympics. Absolutely. Because you know what, too? Um, a lot of times when people, you know, they have these dreams, they have these hopes, they have these desires, and when they want to do something, but they never actually take the steps to actually do it. Everything's always like, I wish I could do this. One day I hope to be this. One day I, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's all these stories that we constantly tell ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, why are we doing all of this when we should be doing more of the action? And that's what I find so admirable about you is that like you wanted to do this internship in Uganda. So you went to Uganda twice. And, you know, and like now, then you said to your mom, like, I want to do the boxing. And there goes two nationals that you go to just like that. And now you're like, you know what? I actually do want to, you know, pursue this to go to the Olympics for boxing. So here you are in training camp with an Olympian. Like, these are the things that people forget that like, just to want something is not enough. You actually have to do it. You can't just put the work in in your own comfortable environment you actually have to get out there and put yourself out there so that's what I think is so like incredible and amazing about you and I'm so happy that you're sharing this experience right now with everybody so people can see what it looks like to actually go after what you want you you move you, yeah, you, you do steps in. exactly yeah. move forward uh, make your list and check it off Exactly, exactly. If you want to go to Uganda, just go. <laughs> I've, yeah, whatever I've put my mind to, um, I guess not whatever, but quite often when I put my mind to something, it just, I make it happen. Absolutely, whatever serves your higher purpose, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm so happy to have the pleasure of having you on our team during this time. And hopefully we'll have you come back again. And I'm looking forward to future training sessions with you, Jordan. Yeah. Thank what you. do you have in store for yourself right now, now that you, you know, had a taste of what it is to be training with us? What do you now have in store, like going forward? I think you were talking about building a plan of some sort to like go after your dreams. Yeah, I think it's back to the drawing board. Keep working on the fundamental fundamentals and skills that I need to improve, um, get more experienced. Um, whatever that means, whether it's more sparring. Um, I'm really excited for competitions to come up again. <laughs> um, so just moving forward um, and taking each day as it comes. Absolutely. That's great. I'm so happy to hear this. Uh, thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you for your time. I'm so happy to have had you on the show. And where, if people want to follow your journey, can they find you? Instagram or Facebook. And what is your Instagram name? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's Jordan Conrad. <laughs> so Conrad with a K, right? Yeah. And Jordan with a Y. That's right. So J-O-R-D-Y-N-K-O-R. Oh, no, no, K-O-N-R-A-D. D. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So anybody wants to go find her on social media and follow her incredible journey and watch her with some of the training videos that she'll be probably posting very soon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you can go find her on Instagram and you can also find this show along with many other shows that we have with Olympian Mandy Bujold, with Canadian champion Caitlin Clark, with former Canadian champion Mackenzie Wright and many more amazing, fantastic female athletes out there, as well as the real million dollar baby Maureen Shea. You can find them all on the female fist, which is linked to my Instagram, Scarlett Delgado, S-C-A-R-L-E-T-T-D-E-L-G-A-D as in dog O. Thank you so much. And thank you so much again, Jordan, for joining us. Thank you. I'll see you very soon. See you soon. Thank you, everybody.